What's happening, guys and girls and pets? If you're in the background listening to your master's podcast playlist, <laughs> I should start over, but no, nah, screw it. That's still a better intro than, hey, it's your boy, Steve. You can clearly hear my air purifier in the background. I forgot to turn it down. Listen. That's crazy. That's what my air purifier volume is at 24-7, except when I'm recording a podcast in here. Um, I love it because of my um, tinnitus. I can't be in a completely silent room. It drives me insane, the ringing in my ears. So this is the uh, other option. I hope that whoever uh, uploads this podcast over at Starburns doesn't put some kind of filter that edits that out. I am going to turn it down, by the way, but I just wanted everyone to hear what I deal with 24 hours. A, not 24 hours a day. I'm not in here 24 hours a day. In fact, I'm usually in Riverside babysitting the family. Uh, I am in L.A. right now. Um, I have been for almost a week. Yeah, actually for a week. That's how well my mom and sister are doing without me. Um, I would have been back now, but I had to um, be here for some work-related stuff. Thank God. Thank God there's work lining up in the future. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I sleep to, that sound. I love it. It's, I mean, it's white noise, obviously, but it's very soothing to me. All right, I'm going <laughs> to... Actually, I'm going to pause. Actually, I'm going to let it go. I've taken my headphones off. I'm now about to walk across the room. I'll talk louder so you can hear me. Here we go, here we go, folks. All right, it's not fully off. Maybe it should be. No, I don't think you can hear it when it's this low. I'm sitting back at my desk. By the way, I moved my desk out of the kitchen. It's been in the kitchen, and uh, while recording in the kitchen, I would have to turn unplug my refrigerator, because when that would come on, that was even louder than my air purifier. And there were a couple of occasions... Um, recording the podcast in my kitchen where I forgot to plug the refrigerator back in. And then a day or two later, <laughs> yeah, that's how often I open my refrigerator. Sometimes I'll go two days. Like I'll just order food or something. But um, a day or two later, I would open the refrigerator and just be like so bummed out. Like, oh, come on. I just went grocery shopping. Uh, 
that's not why I moved the desk out of the kitchen. I just wanted my desk in, you know, by the TV and stuff so I can work and write with the TV on and background shit going. Um, so I like this better. It's quieter when the air purifier's off. This sounds okay, right? Yeah, you can't even hear it. The air purifier's on its lowest setting right now. Um, however, I did... About 20 minutes ago, I came home from Bed Bath & Beyond. Not to brag. Bought a water purifier. A Brita. <laughs> I just don't want to buy plastic bottles anymore of water. You know, I have my, I got my, whatever this is, my metallic little hydro flask for hot and cold beverages. It was actually a gift from Superstore, a wrap gift. They gave these cool, it looks like it holds about a, I don't know, quart or so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I gotta be a little more responsible. I also bought some metal straw, some steel straws, steel metal. I'm not sure what they are. Stainless steel. Um, just trying to do my part guys for the environment, but, oh yeah. So I came home from bed, bath and beyond, put something down on my desk and turned to walk away and my foot hooked the power cable, the power cord for my computer, my laptop on my desk. And I just started to walk away. I just heard a loud crash and I turned around and there's my computer on the floor. A bunch of other shit that it dragged with it. Oh God. I, I can't do anything without something landing on the floor. I have a California King, not to brag, but this just is just to prove a point. I will walk into my apartment, throw my phone on the bed, the middle of my California King bed, and six out of 10 times, my phone will bounce off of the bed onto the floor from the middle of a California King. I... I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just drop shit all the time. I'll pull my phone out of my pocket and just f fucking <laughs> fidget with it. Like, uh, like, like I just can't get a grip on it and it will fall on the ground. I think part of that's, I got a, a, a battery case for it and it's my, it's made my phone like four times heavier. Granted, I don't, lose power on my phone during the day, but it's made it a lot heavier. I just drop it all the time now, but at least it is a textured case. I was dealing with this shit where I was putting my phone on my, uh, passenger seat of my car. Whenever I'd hit the brakes, iPhones are so slick. They're so smooth that, uh, very often it would just slide right onto the floor of my car. Ugh. And I've been trying to find a good magnet mount for my phone when I drive, you know, for like GPS or just have a place to put my phone. And in the past I've had those 
suction cup things that go on your um, go on your windshield, which I like because you know if I have my GPS open, it's I just have to kind of glance out of the side of my eye and see. And it, and in the past, they've been no problem, but for some reason, with the phone that I have now, the iPhone I have now. I've gone through like three of those things where it's not the suction cup. It's the magnet because they're magnets that are sticky. Like the thing on the su- the suction cup goes on your window. I know none of this is health related. Well, it's mental health related because it's driving me f- insane. Suction cup goes on your windshield and then there's like this little arm that goes out and it's got like a... Uh, it's got a little uh, plate on it and you stick a magnet to your phone or to your phone case and then you just magnetize it right on there. In the past, it's been no problem. But with this new phone and for some reason, the, the other case that I've had, the, mag- the sticky thing doesn't stick well. This is a horrible story. <laughs> I got to find, I got to switch to like a clamp system or something. And that's the podcast. Thanks guys. Well, as you know, last week, um, I was fighting a cold. Um, I think I recorded on Monday or Tuesday of last week and, um, I lost that fight. (laughs) It didn't help that I was doing stuff every day and every night. Like Tuesday, I went to a screening for Brightburn, which I have a small part in. Go check it out. It's in theaters now. Went to a screening of that and then an after party. And then Wednesday night, I did stand up for the first time in a long time at Largo here in Los Angeles. And just, and they called me last minute to come in and do stand up. I was like, half asleep on my couch at like eight o'clock at night and they texted and I was like, yeah, yes, I will do this. I haven't, I haven't performed and I've performed once this year and I love Largo. So I went down and, uh, was just having a scratchy throat, kind of that post nasal drip sting in the back of your throat. And my sinuses were not great. And then I woke up Thursday, totally sneezing and alternating between sneezing and stuffiness and uh, a little bit of a cough. And the worst part of it, it was never horrible though. This started on Thursday and it was pretty clear by Sunday. I I continued to fight it and I think I did a good job with vitamins and neti pots and nasal sprays and stuff like that and emergency and Uh, however, the worst part of this cold or whatever the fudge I had was, um, I had this headache, like a really, for the most part it, and it was three days, it was Thursday to Sunday, this headache, like it never went away. I kept taking aspirin. Nothing was helping. I I drank a lot of caffeine. Usually caffeine for me will really help with a headache. Um, nothing was working and it was m- really bumming me out because I'm not one to usually get headaches. Uh, 
And so when I do eat them, I don't cope very well. But um, it was this headache, and it was kind of in my left temple, but also a little bit behind my left eyeball, which makes me think it was definitely sinus-related. But also, this is a weird thing, and I know I've had this before, but I, I never really remember it. Uh, I also had this really bad pain in my neck, like the left. I think it's because I, one of the nights I fell asleep on my couch, like Wednesday night, I fell asleep on my couch, which is never good. And, uh, and I think I wrenched my neck, but like the muscle that goes, if you feel the back of your neck with your left hand, just to the left of your spine, there's a pretty significant muscle that goes up the back of your neck right to the base. I mean, it's, and the pain in this, this muscle pain went that whole muscle on the left side of my neck in the back, but really concentrated at the base of my skull. And this thing would happen where, because I had like sinus stuff, I I had the sniffles. (laughs) I had the sniffles, daddy. Um, (laughs) because of the goddamn sniffles i was quite often going you know sniffing and every once in a while having to do and please forgive me but i i have to do this to get my point across every now and then i would have to do the you know that shit and whenever i would do that and even just sniffling like a hard to prevent my nose from running down my face. Um, Whenever I would do that, it would make the pain in the back of my neck excruciating. I like, I'm not, not kidding. Like the level of a pain with a kidney stone, like I would do that. And for about five seconds afterwards, the muscle in my neck would hurt. Like just someone shoved an ice pick up under uh, underneath my, from my neck into my skull. So painful. I couldn't believe it. And it would happen. Usually I would wake up and I'd be fine. My neck would be fine. But by the midway point of the day, it was, uh, it was just unbearable. Like I would pray for a stuffy nose so that I didn't have to sniffle my way out. Um, uh, it, it was so bad. And then, and then that was three days that happened for three days. And by the way, I Googled it. And of course, you, you know, I think I Googled the phrase, um, why does my neck hurt? Uh, when I sniffle, or why does my neck hurt from my cold? Can your neck, can a cold cause your neck to hurt? I tried every way to find a result for this and did get a bunch of results. Oddly, I'm actually shocked. Most of which were meningitis. <laughs> um. It was like uh, some symptoms of meningitis are uh, a sore neck, a stiff neck. And I was like, oh, shit. 
Oh, shit. Do I have meningitis? Do I have meningitis? And by the way, I texted my uh, cousin, Victoria, who was on two weeks ago. My med school cousin. And I I told her, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to be getting texts like this all the time now that you're almost a doctor. And especially once you are a doctor. But uh, (laughs) I was like... My text was basically, do I have meningitis? Um, uh, She was like, do you have a fever? I was like, no. She's like, you don't have meningitis. (laughs) But apparently, you know, meningitis is like, what is it? It's like swelling of the brain. It's it's something that affects your brain, but it, it can cause like a sore neck. And I was like, Oh my God. So for three days, even, even though my cousin was like, you don't have meningitis if you don't have a fever, the pain in my neck was so bad and so unfamiliar that I was like, I, I kind of think I might have meningitis. Um, but then I got this thing like by Saturday, I developed a bit of a cough, I think from all the post nasal drip down into my lungs and I got this thing an additional pain <laughs> I just sound like a psycho I got this this additional pain where anytime I would cough even just like a really faint like <clears throat> like it got so bad that I tried to cough as lightly as I could to clear things out but if I did just a normal, even a light cough, I, the pain from the headache, the part of my headache in the temple and behind my eyes, anytime I coughed, it would put pressure on that headache. And, and I once again thought I was going to pass out. Like the pain was so bad. Every time I coughed, it felt like somebody just bare knuckle punched me in the, uh, in the temple. Oh, it was so bad. It, I'm just not a headache guy. <laughs> Is that it? I'm just not a headache guy. Oh, I hate that you can hear me type. Um, but I'm using a different microphone. I'm using my condenser mic, which is on a stand on my desk. So I guess when I type, it just vibrates right through the microphone. So you guys have to deal with it. I mean, I guess we all have to deal with it. Uh, so that was my big scare for the week. My <laughs> my meningitis scare. If any of you have had meningitis, hit us up at nodocspodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-D-O-C-S podcast at gmail.com. I need to know more about meningitis. I need to know if you especially if you guys have ha- any of you have had it and have had neck problems. This was so weird to me. This was so, cause I never, the whole week that I was fighting this cold. And even when I gave into it and had it, I, I never really felt sick. Like I still had energy. You know what I mean? Like I could get in my car, I could walk out to my car and go down and get some soup at the store um, it never, it never laid me out. Um, if that makes sense, like usually 
even with a cold, at some point, I, I know it's gone from, oh, maybe it's just allergies to, no, I'm fully sick. I was still never 100% convinced it was a cold, uh, even though you could still kind of hear the sinusy inflection in my voice. But I was never 100% because I was never like tired. And usually I can tell by like, I'll go to the kitchen and wash some dishes or I'll take some trash out or I'll make my bed. And if I'm sick, I'll fully like just that, just those super basic activities of making my bed or doing some dishes. I'll be drenched in sweat and just need to sit down and rest. Um, I never had that this past week, but I did have really bad sinus issues. The headache was the worst the neck ache was bad. Um, so any of you who have any uh, insight to what the hell was going on with me, it, by the way, could still be allergy related. It's really bad right now. Everything is blooming in my neighborhood. Um, so I'm, I'm still not, you know, past the fact that it could have been allergy related. Um but I think it, I think it was a cold. I think it was because, you know, I had been dealing with a lot of driving around and errands and watching after my mom and getting food and helping my sister out and just constantly just doing stuff for my, my mom and my sister and occasionally running out here to get my mail and driving back, which is, you know, like an hour and a half drive, you know, both ways. So three hours of driving and just, uh, I was just a, a wreck. Um, just frazzled mainly mentally, just like, I just wanted to rest. And so when I got out here last Sunday, cause I had to do some press stuff and like some other, uh, you know, the, the screening, but not a lot of busy stuff. Like I had a lot of time, like I could nap. And I think once I just got to my apartment and laid down, I think my body was like, Oh, we're, we're back here now. You have some time. Let's, uh, let's just, uh, let's detox everything and get you sick. I, f I feel that's what was going on, but who knows? I'm no doctor. I don't know what it was. <clears throat> I still have a little stinging in my sinuses. So who, who knows? Um, I would have gone back to my mom's place probably like Friday for the weekend to help out. But I honestly, I didn't want to get her sick if this was a cold. My mom's going to be 79 on Friday. By the time you're listening to this, it will be tomorrow. Tomorrow will be my mom's birthday, 79th birthday. I, my biggest fear is now getting her sick. You know, I'm sure her immune system's not the best because she's just been laying in bed so much. Although maybe it is good because she hasn't been out and around uh, other sick people. So I just didn't want to be handling her food and stuff. And I don't know. It was good also just to have a few days to just lay, lay on the couch and lay in bed and do nothing. Um, but yeah, my mom, uh, update on my mom. She's doing a lot better. I, I've talked to her every day on the phone. She, her spirits sound great. 
And I think a huge part of that is because of this goddamn bathtub that she now has. Um, for those of you who've been listening regularly, there's been a lot of construction upstairs in the house. Um, and uh, they've been just tearing the bath, gutting the bathroom to put in this walk-in bathtub for my mom. And for those of you who have not been listening or are new to the podcast, you know, my mom's 79. She hasn't been able to take a bath since back before my dad died, like almost five years ago. She's just been a shower person. It's it's just easier for her to get in and out of the shower. And there's a little bench thing in the shower that she can sit on and clean herself. But she loves baths. I mean, all growing up, that was her thing. Like, she's like... A, all right, you guys watch TV, you've had dinner, I'm going to go take a bath. It was like the typical Calgon, take me away thing. Like my mom just loved to fill a bath with bubbles or oil and just fucking get away from the kids and my dad for an hour. She hasn't been able to do that for five years because she'll slip getting getting in and out of her bathtub. So... They're putting this bathtub in the guest bathroom, which is just down the hall from her room a little bit. And uh, they had to take out the old bathtub and uh, the toilet and the old and the sink and vanity. And so the and, and the floors were just all I talked about this. The floors were all screwed up and warped because my parents had carpet in the bathrooms. That's so weird. I won't. I'll just reiterate how weird it is to have carpet in your bathroom. You're just asking for mold. You know, you step out of the bathtub or the shower with wet feet, like that water is just going to soak into your carpet. So, of course, the floors were all fucked up. So they had to redo the floors. This has been like over a month that, you know, these friends of my parents have been working on the uh, the bathroom. But they finally, you know, about a week and about a week ago, got the floors all, you know, they put new plywood in there and the floors are all level and nice. And now they put the bathtub in. And I thought my mom was going to have to wait basically until the whole bathroom was finished, like until they retiled the floors at least. But uh, I called my mom on like Wednesday or Thursday night of last week and she's like, oh my God. She's like Eric, uh, who's the friend of the families, who's doing all the major plumbing and electricity and doing everything. She's like, Eric said the bathtub was great and all the seals were dry and glue. And she's like, he said I could use the bathtub. My mom was like, I took a bath tonight for the first time in like five Her... Just the sound of my mom's voice, I could cry. The sound of my mom's voice just from taking a bath was so, such a relief for me to hear. She's like, it's all she talked about for like 20 minutes while, while I was on the phone with her. She's like, oh my God, that bathtub is amazing. By the way, it's a huge bathtub. Um, and it's, you know, it's got a door. You walk in, you close it and turn this latch and it seals, you know, rubber seals on it. So, and then, uh, you just sit in it. It's just this giant bucket basically with a a bench seat in it. And it's more like a hot tub than a bath because it's got a little place to sit. 
And my whole thing was, I, I, I don't know how this works. Like you take off your clothes and then you sit on this cold, hard seat and wait for the bath to fill. That's a huge bathtub. But she's like, it fills up so fast because they're so big. And then, you know, they, they're made to fill up really fast. She's like, it fills up so fast. She's like, it empties even faster. You just flick the switch or whatever. And it just, it's got a huge drain in it and it just goes out like really quick. So she loved it. She's like, it, she's like, I can just sit back and it comes up to my shoulders and she's happy as can be. So that, uh, that has me feeling so much better that my mom is now able to take a bath. It's never been my thing because I'm six, almost six foot seven, almost 300 pounds. I'm a giant. So unless I'm like in a hotel, like usually if I'm in Vegas, the ho- the hotels have great bathtubs. Like they'll have, just have these big jacuzzi tubs or what, even just a standard room. I will definitely take a bath and stuff like that. But most places like my apartment, I will only sit in the bathtub if I have a screwed up like back, if my back's messed up or my sciatica is acting up and I have to soak it, um, then I'll do it. But it's not worth it for me because I'm so big. I First of all, I can only fill the tub up like halfway because once I sit in it, then the water just rises all the way up to the edge. Um, but for the most part, I'm sticking out of the water from like the ribs up. It's, it's, so the rest of me is like cold or, or I'll, I'll slide down and dunk my body, but then I sit back up and I'm freezing. So I've just always been a shower guy, but, um, I'm really stoked that my mom is now, um, able to do this. And she's like, your sister's even been up using the bathtub. She loves it. Um, cause my sister's bathroom downstairs only has a shower. Um, but she was just like, Holy shit, Steve, it's incredible. So any of you who have elderly parents, if any of you listening are elderly yourself and just feel unsure, it might be something, uh, it might be a, a good thing to invest in. I mean, they're not super cheap, but you can find them out there for, you know, my mom got the one that's you know, we got her the one that's no frills. Um, but they have them with like jets in them and like, you know, massage, massage seats. And like you can get one for $10,000. I mean, so, you know, they're pretty much all over the price range. So whatever you need, you can probably find. Um, and I honestly think I might have to try it out when I go home. Uh, I'm going to go home tomorrow to my mom's. Her birthday's Friday. And um, so I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I think for her birthday, I'm going to just buy her a bunch of bath oils and bubble bath and stuff for the tub and new robe and all, just all this stuff. Um, she's so stoked on that bathtub. And um, she was like, Eric there's this hole in the wall. And I was like, what's that for? And he's like, Oh, that's in case you want to mount a TV monitor. (laughs) It's literally right across from the bathtub. So maybe I'll get her a little monitor so she can watch TV in the bath. Um, 
so yeah, but they're still, I mean, they're doing the drywall and they're tiling the floor. So my mom's in there and it's just basically, it's still like a plywood floor and, ah, boy. Well, we've talked, managed to talk about nothing for 30 minutes. Um, I'm curious, well, I've got something exciting coming up. I can't really talk about it yet, but there's going to be some work for me in the future that, uh, makes me really wonder what's going to happen to this podcast. Cause it's, it's, it's a big gig and it's for months and months. So, but that's not happening for a while. So don't worry. But I, when it does come up, uh, I may have to put the podcast on pause for at least a couple months and then come back with like just a whole relaunch and not reformat, but hopefully get busy back or somebody back. Um, and just, uh, I'm definitely going to do Patreon. So we'll have bonus episodes. We'll have merch. We'll have, um, a lot of cool stuff, but still this podcast will not change. This will still be, once a week doing this podcast, hopefully with guests that will not change. But if you want, there will be options out there. Um, and honestly, I need to do it because I am running out of money. <laughs> I, it is, what's the date today? It is May 28th. It's May 28th. I have not worked since November of last year. So I haven't worked in six months. And luckily I had money saved up from American Princess and from Superstore and, you know, other gig. Last year was really great for me. I was working constantly. Uh, total blessing. Because in this business, it can just come and go. So... Uh, I was coming into the new year going, this is going to be great. You know, Superstore's only halfway done. There was just, I was on hold for the first half of this year, like multiple times for episodes of Superstore. And then when it got down to the final uh, shooting draft of the script, my agent would call and go, ah, you didn't make the final cut. You, they, they wrote you out. You're not in the, in this script. That happened like four or five times between January and March. And that would, I'd still be sitting pretty. But the fact that I haven't worked yet is terrifying because I have insurance through the union, the acting union. And if I don't make a certain amount of money each year, I lose my insurance. So at this rate, I, I'm totally set to not have any insurance after January, but this new job I got, um, is going to save me for that. So it's going to save me a little bit, but I, I definitely have to start doing Patreon, um, because this, I enjoy doing this honestly more than some of my acting jobs. <laughs> I love talking all things medicine, as you know, mental health, physical, uh, surgery, um, colds, uh, hemorrhoids, by the way, best part of being back from my mom's house is my bidet toilet seat. Oh, it just, 
I can't stress enough how much you should try a bidet toilet seat. It's, it is mind blowing. When I, I, I bought it for myself a year and a half ago for Christmas. I was like, I'm just going to get this busy seems to love her. She talks about it all the time. A couple of my other friends were like, Oh yeah, you got to get one. Um, and, uh, I got one, installed it. It, who doesn't want to have water shot on their butthole? <laughs> Wait, we might have an even better title. <laughs> For real though, it feels amazing. I, my toilet seat, which was like $200, not too bad for what it does, heated toilet seat, heated water. There's some you can get with like scented water. Um, there's so, I, I, you can get a $3,000 toilet, bidet toilet seat with so many bells and whistles, but I just, I wanted a heated toilet seat. I wanted heated water for those cool winter mornings. But it is so effective. Like you just get off the toilet going, I feel so clean. <laughs> and um, kind of tickles, kind of feels good. Almost sexual. Almost. Almost. Not totally. But it's just like, oh, it's like a massage. It, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> okay, I'm sounding creepy now. But it, re it really is a game changer. And, you know, when I've been out of my uh, mom's house, you know, often on the past two months, it's that's what's been lacking in my life. And, you know, the one day a week I, I would come back here to my apartment to get mail really was also just looking forward to just spraying water on my butt. It's such a good feeling. Um. So that's that. Um, I was going to mention something else. Um, not the bidet. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Flu map. I've been updating. Oh, I, I need to update the flu map for this this week. But um, I'm now. I, I just. I'm. I'm not fearful of the flu at all. Um, I know I could still possibly get it, but I did get a flu shot, which even if I did get it would lessen the effects, but looking at that flu map, um, things are looking awesome. There's a couple States where it's a little sporadic, but for the most part, I think we're out of the danger zone guys. Um, oh. I, I don't need a website like that, but I, uh, ugh. I love, I love this time of year. I love that website this time of year. It's horrifying in the winter. It's just like, oh, oh God, it's worse. Oh no, it's everywhere. Oh, I should be in Bali right now. I was going to go to that meditation retreat in Bali. And it was right now, but I had to give the definite answer in my final payment for 
for the retreat like a few weeks back and I was just not sure where things were going to be at with my mom. So, you know, didn't happen. Uh, I had to back out. I will definitely go back next year. I, boy, you know, it was like a five, five or six day retreat, you know, meditation stuff. Really awesome at this great resort. But then uh, Teo, who I've had on this podcast a couple times, my meditation teacher was like, to be honest, man, you should maybe go a few days early and travel around Bali or stay a few days later and travel around Bali, see all you can. And so I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I started looking into hotels. Holy shit. I don't understand how Bali is not overrun with tourists. It is so cheap. Like I was looking at like these resort hotels, like resort, like four, five star hotels that you can get for like $60 a night. And that's for like just the Royal treatment, but there are like good, solid, amazing hotels that just don't have all the bells and whistles. Sorry to use that term again, but just don't have all the bells and whistles, but have, you know, everything you need in a hotel for like 15 to $20 a night. And once I started seeing that, I was like, okay, I'm definitely staying for at least another week in Bali. Um, but it didn't happen. But I, I, now that I know this, I'm definitely going, um, I just hear nothing but great things about it. You know, it's gotta be great. David Bowie went and ended up buying a house in Bali because, uh, he loved it so much. Oh, Bali high calling Bali high. I should be a singer. I could be Johnny Cash. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. Yeah, Johnny Cash is my jam. That's my uh, vocal range, folks, in case you were wondering. All right, I'm going to go to some... I mean, I've been doing this 45 minutes. That's shocking to me. Um, oh, somebody with photos. Okay, cool. Um, this is from a listener named Leanne. Hey, Steve, I dislocated my ankle and broke my tibia and fibula. Ugh. For those of you who don't know, those are the bones in the lower half of your leg, like below from between your knee and uh, ankle. Your femur is the big bone above your knee from your knee up to your hip. Um, by the way, I've, I've heard that breaking your femur is the worst pain there is worse than childbirth, worse than, um, uh, kidney stones, I hear broken femur is where it's at on the pain scale. So if any of you have broken a femur, not to take away from your horrible, horrible pain, Leanne, but um, 
I need to hear if, if that's true or not. Uh, hey, Steve, I dislocated my ankle and broke my tibia and fibula at uh, roller derby practice on Wednesday. Oh, cool. I thought you might like to see some fun pictures. <laughs> <clears throat> I had surgery yesterday. Oh, wow. This is very recent. And they put in a bunch of screws and a plate. Love the show. I've listened to you since you started your uh podcast. Will you ever do more episodes of that? Actually, yes, Leanne. In fact, when I was back in Nashville a, a few months ago doing stand-up, I was there because of uh, there's a there's a comic book called The Goon, created by this guy Eric Powell, and he asked me to come out. He was doing the 20th anniversary show. It's the 20th anniversary for this. Uh, whoa, there's a dog. 20th anniversary for this comic book. And so he had this big show in Nashville where he lives. And uh, it was me and Brendan Small and Ben Grant from Reno 911 in the state. And um, Brent Hines' band. Uh, Brent Hines, who's in a band called Mastodon, but he has another band called West End uh, Hotel. Uh, West End Motel, sorry. Um, they played, it was just a really fun night. Um, but I also interviewed Eric during the show live on stage for my, uh, podcast, which will end up being my 100th episode. I, I capped out at 99. How odd is that, that I didn't finish, but I would like to do more. I will release, um, as soon as they get me the audio, I will release, um, uh, the 100th episode from Nashville. Um, oh, and she said, I forgot to attach photos. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh my God. That took me a second. I'm looking at the leg in the photo. I'm like, that doesn't look too bad. Oh God. And it's right down above the ankle. That looks fucked up. I cannot wait to post this photo. <laughs> Sorry if I broke anyone's eardrum. Oh, Jesus. That looks really gnarly. The photo. I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this second photo. Ugh. Wow. It looks, it looks like the break happened right above where your uh, roller skate ends. Like I feel like. Like your ankle is probably pretty safe. I, I know you dislocated it, but it probably would have broken if you didn't have a high top. I'm assuming you have a high top roller skate. Um, this is pretty fucked up. I, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, God damn it. That is so fucked up and I can't stop looking at it and I cannot wait to post this photo for you people. Uh, Leanne, that had to have been insanely painful. Um, wait, there's one more photo downloading. Oh, this is with all your pins in it and your plate. Oh yeah, geez, that was a good break. Holy shit. Uh, congratulations on surviving that. That must have been horrible. Um, I will definitely be posting this 
Uh, <laughs> I have the heebie-jeebies. There's just something weird about... I'm glad it wasn't a compound fracture, um, you know, where your bone comes out of your skin. That I can't handle looking at. Um, all right, here's another one. I got to flag that so I remember to post the pictures. Um, fuck. Um, okay. Okay, so here's one from, we will just say, J, the initial J. Um, all right, this will probably be the last one. Uh, Sorry, hold on, guys. Trying to scroll. All right, here we go. Um, the subject is arthritis, and uh, Jay writes. It aches sometimes quite a lot. When my knees first went, the aching pain at 30 was enough to make me cry uh, every time I tried to go upstairs. I was able to see a physical therapist for, for it. And as she was having me walk around to observe my gait, yelled, Oh my God, you hear that? I'd been struggling so long, I blocked it, blocked a lot out. But once she pointed it out to me, it sounded like a bag of rocks and Rice Krispies. Have I read this one? <laughs> I mean, I know I've read it, but I I can't remember if I've read it out loud. I'm just going to keep reading it. This is gnarly. Every new place seems to have that deep aching phase. Try alternating hot and cold packs and see what helps. If the cold makes things worse, I feel like that's more arthritis-y and heat should help. I uh, also have impinged nerves in my arm at, at the neck, elbow and wrist. Both my hands have had periods of time where I couldn't make full fists or bend those fingers. And on the left hand, they couldn't even pull side to side. I was live long and prospering every day. Nerve condition studies are often done with an acupuncture needle, uh, except electrified. The first time it was hilarious. I didn't have control of my arm when they zapped it. Uh, it flopped all over. I don't think the doctor appreciated my, look at me, Bride of Frankenstein moments. The second time, though, it was uh, so much more painful, and this happened. Uh, it's a pretty fascinating medical test to endure, though I don't want to give you too many spoilers. I'm going to click on this. Oh, it's uh, some insane bruising. Jeez Louise. Ouch. Um, uh, I'm trying to get back to the email. Uh, I also had a splint made for sleeping, and it was amazing. They used a hot and remoldable plastic to create a splint that fits you exactly. And in a comfortable pose, I never find any of it. I never find any of that wrap in a towel thing useful. I just take... Uh, 
I just take all that improvised stuff off in my sleep. Yeah, I'm the same way. And now I don't need it unless it flares up again. I definitely suggest getting checked out ASAP because you'll get better faster. I had a weird combo of impingement, arthritis, mild mild injury, inflammation, and whatnot. And it always takes forever to get better because my diabetes slows healing. The nerve specialist said the diabetes didn't cause it for me, just slowed the healing. P.S. Glad your family is doing better. You take uh, such good care of them. Thank you, Jay. Um, Ugh. Sorry, you're going through all that. That sounds horrible. Um, yeah, my left knuckle still bad. I ordered a uh, one of those splints for your knuckle, one of those trigger finger things. Waiting to get that. See how that works. The wrist braces just not doing it for me. Not the wrist, the elbow braces. Um, really not doing it for me. They, they actually make my forearms really sore. So I don't know, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I just need to go in and see an orthopedist, I think. Um, and that will uh, really get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I, I, I need to stop self-diagnosing. You know, I got to stop using the internet and stop using you guys. <laughs> it's like, uh, come on, Steve the whole purpose of your podcast is to get people to go to the doctors when something's wrong. I am not above that rule. So that's, what's going to happen. Um, I have some time coming up. Obviously I think I'm getting my tooth finally pulled next week. Unless I get a job again. That's the weird thing at, at my dentist's office is they have a guy come in like a, a specialist, who pulls these teeth out and then does the bone graft. But he's only in there one day a week. And so every time they've scheduled me, something has come up work related or I, I know I haven't worked, but like audition related family, family related where I had to leave town the last time. Um, I, I just want to get this tooth done out and done. I'm at that point. Or it's beyond like, oh, well, I guess I can't do it. <laughs> Justifi- justifying not getting it done. but And it's not the fear of having a tooth pulled. I, I don't mind any of that pain, any any of it at all. It's fine. It's, it's the vertigo. It's because it's in the top tooth. It's the upper teeth. It's the far back. So they have to lean your head back farther to be able to see up there. And the farther I lay back, the worse my vertigo gets. So that's not something I'm looking forward to, but I just want to get it over with. So I'm I'm at the point now where I'm like, fuck it. I don't even care. Bring on the vertigo. Let's just get this tooth out. I think it's going to solve a lot of my sinus issues too. Um, we'll see. Um, I think that's time. It's been pretty close to an hour guys. Um, I hope you are doing well, all of you, taking care of yourself. Have a great summer. Summer's upon us now. Stay cool, stay hydrated, stay safe. <laughs> don't, don't go out running around on the freeway, guys. I'm no doctor, but I do know that's not good. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. 
Oh, the uh, American Princess, the show I'm in about uh, Renaissance, the Renaissance Fair, airs this Sunday, June 2nd, on Lifetime. I'm not sure the actual time, but if you have Lifetime, you can look it up. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, It's called American Princess. I'm in, I think, eight of the ten episodes. And I think it's a really funny show. So check it out this Sunday, June 2nd, Lifetime. All right, that's it. Hope you guys have a great week and weekend. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.